Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome, everybody, to the fabulous VEASAN studio at the South Point. You heard it right there. Brendan Gaughan, Jeff Motley here with you. Mr. Motley, it was uh, our favorite week of the year. One of our one favorite, of our two. One of our favorite. I think it's the favorite. second favorite, personally. That's just my own opinion, but you know. And I understand that, and maybe I kind of feel the same way because I have a very soft spot for what's on my shirt right here. So, <laughs> but Pennzoil four hundred, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Um, it to say Vegas has had eclectic weather as of late, I think would be a, <laughs> kind of an understatement. How about the whole West Coast having eclectic weather? But uh, Jeff, we 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 got the weekend in. We had the snow. Two days before the race, we had all this amazing stuff. A little breezy out there, a little colder than we're used to seeing, but still a great weekend overall. But how about a dominant weekend for every Chevrolet in the field? Yeah, the Chevys definitely have come to play this year, no, no doubt. You know, we talked about going into the Las Vegas race how you really couldn't pick on a manufacturer. You know, Logano had been so good in Fords. We'd seen Toyotas with Denny Hamlin and Kurt Busch win lately. In the Chevys, we had Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson have won. And then William Byron takes another Chevy to victory lane. And you talk about this the whole weekend. Austin Hill won an Xfinity Series race. And then Kyle Busch won in the truck race in a Chevy. First time uh, he's been in a Chevy in probably quite some time since back in his Hendrick days. Well, and a, a little side note, Brexton Busch. Bandolero. Got a second yeah, place. Second in, place uh, in the Bandolero, which was pretty good considering he was racing. The, the kid that won was 13 and Brexton is 7. So that's kind of a big step up. Just got to throw a little Brexton in there. It's yeah. Fun. So good for uh, So, but the, the thing we talk about here on this show, of course, is the Cup Series race. And, man, what a dominant day for Hendrick Motorsports. Well, it certainly wow. was. Well, William Byron was really the best car all day, and he found, he got shuffled back a little bit on the last pit stop, and it looked like Kyle Larson was going to win the race. I mean, Kyle Larson really seemed to have things under won. control, and about three laps to go, Eric Almarola spins out, crashes, and uh, had to have a pit stop. Every Well, everybody pitted except for Martin Truex Jr., Turned out not to be a good decision ah, for Martin Truex but you Jr. Know what, but here, I mean, not, not that it matters on this show. That's more of a commentary show, but... I love that James Small took a shot, right? Yeah, but, they are going to win the race. But I I will argue that a combination of William Byron's pit crew and Truex's decision to stay out really won the race for William Byron because being the first one off of pit road with Truex staying out allowed well, Byron to line up on the front row. And th- and, this What hurt Martin and was... And Kyle Larson got stuck behind Truex. What hurt Martin was nobody else stayed out. Correct. If you get three or four guys stay out, you get a couple rows, you got a fighting chance. But it also hurt Kyle Larson because he had to line up he didn't behind have those to, guys. No, no. Well, Kyle he Larson, get, well, he would have been behind Byron or behind Trix. What I'm saying is Larson couldn't get the front row. Look, what Larson could have done was line up behind his teammate. But what Larson was thinking was that Martin would have a bad start, 
he'd go to the bottom of him, put him four wide, and you know try to make a move. Didn't happen. Didn't go well. But still, William Byron, big day. And we, you know, we talked about William Byron a little bit. We 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 were high on it, but we I can't say we any of us said we were going to pick him to win. But Byron, once again, he, he he's that guy over at Hendrick Jeff that we don't talk about him. We talk about him. He's great. And he doesn't do anything for us for six weeks. And then all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere and pulls 163 laps led and a dominant performance. Well, and Las Vegas is a track that has, he has had a number of really good runs Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. He just never found his way to victory lane. And I think he was almost thinking to himself, here's another great run I'm having in Las Vegas and I can't find victory lane. I mean, but look, I mean, 175 and uh, six laps for him, 63 laps for, for Kyle Larson. Dominant day for Hendrick. Byron, though, if you bet him to win, we've started the year three double digits. Well, Daytona kind of doesn't count, really, if you really But, uh, you know, four if you want to count the clash. Martin Truex was a double digit. 12 to 1 to win the race. He was a plus 340. Not a bad return for a top three. Group C was plus 270. And Chevrolet, of course, as we've talked, it was minus 125. And I do not see that changing anytime soon. Um Jeff, we, we, one thing we have to talk about the Chevy camp, which affects your championship odds, which is going to affect uh, lots of things here going in the future, and that's Chase Elliott. we got to talk about the Chase Elliott situation real quick. Yeah, Chase Elliott uh, he broke his leg on Friday morning snowboarding in Colorado, had to have surgery. The word came down this week from Hendrick Motorsports. They expect him to be out for at least six weeks. Um, I'm sure it could potentially go longer, but he's a pretty healthy young guy, so he, hopefully he'll recover. Josh Berry's going to be in the car for the uh, oval races, and then uh, one of the Taylor boys uh, uh, is it Jordan? Jordan, Ta- Jordan Taylor going to run Coda. Jordan Taylor's going to run Coda, and uh, I think they hope he'll be back. But I tell you what, I can't wait till we get to Coda and see the odds on Jordan Taylor. Well, I bet the, I bet the odds makers don't quite know, and we might have something to put there because Jordan Taylor. But this is going to be a little different car than what he's I used to driving. Care. But he's yes, a, he's, he's a road course. He's man. always been really good in the Rolex Twenty Four at Daytona. Now, I want to ask you as as a former driver. I mean, there's been a lot of talk this week about the fact that Chase was snowboarding, but I mean, guys have to have a life, and and Chase was a very experienced snowboarder. I the first time I snowboarded with Chase, I ski. I, I can't snowboard, but I choose to ski. First time I did it with Chase. Oh, goodness, what was he? Uh, maybe five years old, four years old. Um, I was there with his daddy. And, and, and they were probably living in Colorado at they, the time. They, 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 they have a home. lot of time there. They have a home right there. And, and you know, I was saw Bill and Chase on the mountain, and Chase was maybe four or five years old. You know, so the young man knows how to snowboard well, um, but life happens, and whatever happened, happened. Had a, looks like a boot-top fracture is what we call it. And but Chase is strong. He's fine. Hendrick did, you know, has done a nice job of cover of not covering of, you know, saying, hey, look, we're here. Josh Berry, great opportunity for Josh. You know, Josh can can do a lot here for himself, uh, good or bad. You know, so Josh has has some pressure on him now. And but Chase Elliott will not be in the car for at least the next five, six, maybe seven races. We'll see from there. But they granted him a waiver. At the end of the show, we're going to talk about odds to win the championship. Chase's odds may shift, and we talk about when to bet a future, right, Jeff? This could be a really good time if you want to jump on him because if he comes back healthy, he's got all these road courses, which we know he is so good at. He'll get a win. He'll get himself into the – And let me ask you a question about the the waiver. Now, first off, we need to let everybody know, NASCAR's rule is you have to attempt to qualify for every event unless you're given a waiver. Now, the guys we've seen get waivers in the the past. We saw a waiver for Denny Hamlin. The biggest one was Kyle Kyle, Busch. Kyle Busch won the championship. Mm -hmm. We saw waivers actually granted for Kurt Busch, for Alex Bowman, but they did not return. So – 
here's my question. Every one of those guys got Not, injured racing. You're missing the one waiver, the one main waiver that set the precedent. I disagreed when they gave it to this one driver, but they set the precedent, and that was Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart broke his back running a buggy out here in the desert with him and Biffle. Uh, it was a, a non-NASCAR sanction event. non-NASCAR event. He broke his back, and they gave him a waiver. It was Tony's retirement year, and they they said they wanted Tony in. So they've set a precedent. And if that's their precedent, Chase Elliott is the same. Now, at the end of this year, if they finally go, okay, all this waiver for a hangnail and, and slipped in the shower or any of this, they can change it at any time. But they can't change it in the midstream, right? You got to do it at the end of the year where you would then flip it. So I, I but either way, I'm not against it. I, uh, Roger Penske tried to put in my contract years ago that I couldn't do certain things. And I looked at him and said, no, I'm sorry. Uh, he did say I couldn't race anything else. So I was not allowed to race my desert, not allowed to race Xfinity truck, anything like that. But he tried to put, I couldn't go snow skiing and a couple things. And I was like, no. And so, you, you know, every driver contract is different. Everything happens. Well, I'll say it's probably if you're a Cup Series driver, it's as, it's as dangerous running an Xfinity car at Daytona or Talladega as it is snowboarding down a mountain in Colorado. So, I, I'm, no, I'm in totally agreement with you. I just curious to get your thoughts on it. Let's get back to our, what is important in our show, and that is let's talk about the top ten real quick. You had Kyle Larson was second at a plus 200. Alex Bowman, Hendrick, 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 plus 600. But a few names up there, the Toyotas of Bubba Wallace and Christopher Bell. Only Ford, Austin Sindrick, did that with a great restart, you know, at the end. I mean, nice job. Truex, of course, got his way in there. Um, Justin Haley with a top 10. If you had a DraftKings top 10 bet, that had to pay very, very well, that Justin Haley one. And then Kevin Harvick may not be winning, Jeff, but he still just runs up near the front. You know what Harvick's getting to be? He, he, he's kind of like the 68 70 year old guy on the golf course who only hits it 210, but it's right but down it's right the middle, down the middle every, time. every time. And so the guy's up there and he's always got a 15 to 20 footer for his par. That's and the, he knocks it Kevin. in half the time. That's Kevin. That's Kevin. No, that is what he's done. <laughs> and then Daniel Suarez, track house, only one car in the top 10 right now. Um, Ross Chastain was up there on that last restart and then had a bad restart. And didn't uh, yeah, you there. know, I haven't gone back and looked at the end of it. I was trying to figure out because, you know, some of us had Ross Chastain for a top three. Yes, we did. And when he restarted uh, fourth, and I thought, well, there's Mr. Aggressive. He'll at least knock one guy out of the way in front of him. He was aggressive, and it went the wrong way. And he went the wrong way. Uh, upcoming races, here's the ones we're going to talk about this week at least. United Rental, uh, United Rentals work, United 500. Well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Uniteds, Uniteds in there. In there. Department you, think they, of Redundancy. you think they got the quota for the Uniteds? Yeah, I think so. I okay. mean. That's the Department of Redundancy Department. Uh, they're in Phoenix this week, of course, which is, as we all know, we look forward to this one because championship round at Phoenix. Got to pay attention. The Ann Better Health 400 at Atlanta. Circuit of the Americas at Austin, Texas. Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond. And then Food City Dirt Race at Bristol. Look at this eclectic, eclectic schedule right here. This is awesome. And then, of course, Phoenix. Uh, how about this, though? West Coast Race. This is the original, really, NASCAR West Coast track. I mean, Riverside and some of these Riverside, others. Riverside, Ontario, but, maybe. But, but Phoenix, yeah. 53rd NASCAR Cup race. How about that? So, and they and remember, for years, they only ran one. Yeah, yeah, they did run one for most of those years. Yeah, so that is a lot of races. Kind of awesome. One mile, low bank. Love the track. So much fun. Uh, they flip-flopped it. As we all know, the most famous screw-up in track-building history is where they put the uh, tri-oval and the start-finish line. Absolutely awesome what they did there. And then Chase Briscoe is our reigning winner of this race. So let's quickly try to jump into some of the guys that have been really good here, and we'll we'll finish this up in the and in, in the next segment. But when you start looking at Phoenix, the first name 
is always the same. And even what have you done for me lately? Last 10 races, Jeff Motley, <laughs> 10 top 10s in the last 10 races. We used to joke this was Kevin Harvick Raceway. Well, they, I'm telling you that his name had to be on the on the lease. At some point, it had to be there. And he's got the most starts of any active driver there. Nine, nine wins in four. That, that's, phenom- that's 25% of the time he wins. 29 top 10s. Goodness gracious. All right, when we come back. We'll talk about the other guys that are good there and get to our odds to win the race. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome back into Gone Racing. And Jeff, of course, we're sitting here in the fabulous VEASAN studio. It's very difficult for me to do this job when I'm looking at, you know, there's TVs everywhere. I got the Big East Tournament on right in front of me, and that, that doesn't help me. Even though my Hoyas, we don't want to talk about that. Maybe your Hoyas and my Hokies should play for the bottom of the deal because they both did not set the world on fire. I don't want year. us to play anybody right now. I'm just <laughs> glad the season's over. Uh, let's get back to what we were talking about. And that is guys that are really good at Phoenix. And and we of course started off with Kevin Harvick because Kevin Harvick is absolutely. And you know, last couple of years we've said, what have you done for me lately? Right. Kevin Harvick still gets it done at Phoenix. Yeah. He's still really good. I mean, 10 he, top tens in the last 10 races. He hasn't won much in the last few years there, but, but, but you just said he, he's that golfer, right? Yeah. you ready for Kevin Harvick stats. The last 10 races. Average finish of 8.9, or sorry, not average, average finish of 6.1. He is, uh, and we always say, what have you done for me lately? Kevin, last 10, first, fifth, ninth, fifth, second, seventh, sixth, eighth, sixth, fifth. Nothing outside the top 10? Nothing outside the top 10. But you look and say, oh, Kevin's not quite as good at Phoenix as he used to be. Well, yeah, he's got nine wins in 40 races. You know, he hasn't won except once in the last 10. But still, he's just right there every time, and that's all we need. We need to find him against a head-to-head. We need to find him in a group somewhere and say, hey, look, he doesn't have to win. 
he's going to be in this top five. But Kyle Busch right there, too. Kyle Busch, three wins, 35 starts, 25 top 10s. 25 top 10s and 35 starts. That's that's almost as impressive as Harvick's 29 and, and 40. Only guy with a better average finish is Kyle Larson in the last 10 races. Um, he's missing one. He's nine. But Kyle Larson, 10 out of 17. Uh, you know, some numbers there. Chase Briscoe, only four starts. Two top fives, one of them a win. Well, he won this race last year. Yeah. Now I and think, didn't win it. Hey, did not win it with some strategy. Correct. He he kicked Crushed their butt. Yeah. I mean, he he controlled the race. Now I also think early in the season last year with the new car, there was a lot of adjustments Absolutely. going on. And I think then we saw Joey Logano win the championship, clinch it here at Phoenix. Penske had something for it, right? And right now I, I'm not sure what's up with Chase Briscoe, but they've been out to lunch in the back. first first few races. 30, Thirty second of points, I think. Um, one name that isn't on this driver track stat that I want to point out is Ross Chastain. Ross, as we know, his stats from before Trackhouse were not the best stats. Let's take a little microcosm of it. Last two starts for Ross Chastain, second and third. Yeah, Ross Chastain, I mean, look, the, the guy's there every week. He's also leading the points right now if you take out the wins. I mean, obviously, the, yeah, with points, the three guys with wins, leading. so we'd put him fourth. But points-wise, he's got more points than any driver this year. Well, let's get the odds to win this race, and we'll start out our favorite this week. I'm a little surprised, if you want the truth, with how strong Chevrolet has been, that on the leaderboard, our two favorites are both Fords. One of them, with a never with a win there, and Logano, one of the better ones there. Plus 800 for Logano, Blaney at plus 800. Kyle Larson, 9. Ross Chastain, 900. Then you get double digits. Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell at 10. Denny Hamlin, 11. Martin Truex Jr., William Byron, Kevin Harvick at 12. Alex Bowman, Tyler Reddick at 18s. Chase Briscoe is 20 to 1. Daniel Suarez, Bubba Wallace, 30s. And Brad Kozlowski, 50 to 1. Um, you surprised about the two Fords up top? I'm a little surprised by the two Fords at top, up top. And the other thing I think that kind of strikes me is when was the last time at a track like Phoenix that the favorites numbers were as high as they are at plus 800? And we only had four guys in the single digits. I mean, that to me, I, I mean, I guess I would have expected. I mean, we remember in the day when Kevin Harvick was, was like plus, plus 250, 250 yeah, to, win you know, to win here. And no. Denny Hamlin would have. Really let's, good stats let's, here. Let's, let's start right with that Kevin Harvick number, right? We just said he's that golfer. You know, that golfer, that 70-year-old golfer that hits him down the fairway every time, you know, a lot of times he can still hit a, a 64 and win a round. He's 12 to 1. Yeah, there's some guys. He's 12 to I 1. Mean, 12 to the, 1. The, the, the guy who just won last week, Byron, is 12 to 1. The guy who it's his hometown track, Alex Bowman, who will remember back when he subbed for Dale Earnhardt Jr. when Dale Jr. Yep. had his concussion, he, 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 he should have won the race won. there. Uh, and he's coming in at 18 the current, to 1. The current champion of it, Chase Briscoe. We've said how bad he is right now, but there he is, 20 to 1. And I think he's getting the what have you done for me lately, lately. treatment right there. But still, that there's some huge numbers. Well, and on the second page. Well, and you know, one other guy up there, and, and he's in a Toyota. Bubba Wallace has been strong every week now. Bubba has been strong. You know, I'm noticing one name at notorious conspicuous oh there he is Tyler Reddick at 18 to 1 Tyler Reddick ran really good here so I mean new team they've struggled but there's a lot of huge numbers here that I'm looking at going I don't I don't know which one it's going to be but I'm saying we're going to have our fourth straight week of a double digit winner Kyle Larson is the only one that uh, Kyle and Chet and Ross maybe but I, I, I would not. It's right. I mean, I Joey won this race last. This, this. I mean, well, he won the fall race. But I struggle. With, what? I struggle but, with the fall race one. But guess what? Joey had two things going for him. He was in the championship. Well, four. one, he had three weeks to get ready for it because yep. he'd already clinched in Vegas. And the other one, like we said, people tend to kind of get out of the way for the four guys running for the championship. So I just look at that and say, 
that that win is a little still one. Don't get me wrong, but uh, uh, second page of this: Ryan Priest is fifty to one. Austin Cindric, Eric Almarola, Josh Berry in the twenty nine car as we talked, or, or sorry, nine car as we talked, and Eric Jones all fifty to one. Austin Dillon, Ty Gibbs sixty to one. Uh, Chris Boucher eighty. The Dinger, Noah Gregson, Justin Haley, Hunters. Um, I, I wouldn't. You know, you look at that Austin Dillon. I was looking at some numbers. Not very good here. Um, if he's got the same odds as Ty Gibbs, that's not a good thing for Austin. But Eric Jones, Eric Jones is one of those that you and I always talk. It, it's the tale of two Eric's, right? He spent a couple years over at you know at Gibbs, had those good runs. This is one of those tracks that when he was at Gibbs, he ran pretty well. He got a seventh place finish here, but, uh, but that was back in the Gibbs days. Um, what have you done for me lately? Best finish of 14th. I don't know. I don't know that I see anybody on that page that I think really is going to win. And, you know, you're giving Josh Berry the 50 to one, but I think he proved last week at Vegas that there's going to, it takes some adjustment. It takes time. Takes some adjustment to this new car. I mean, I, I've heard Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs both talk about how incredibly different it was last year when both of them had to fill in for injured drivers. Um, you know, Ty came in for Kurt and Noah came in for Alex Bowman, and how the transition going from Saturday to Sunday was almost like, I mean, two completely different worlds. It it's it definitely is not as simple as it let's say as it used to be. You know, when I was there, and the Xfinity car and the Cup car were so similar. You could jump back and forth and not have a lot of experience and probably do well. A little more difficult now. Let's get into our top threes. And, of course, they you know very much mirror our odds to win. Uh, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, your favorites at 240. But 240 still not a bad number on a top three. I mean, we, we're used to seeing some minus numbers, some you know 150s. Those are still decent numbers for top three. Uh, Ross Chastain and Kyle Larson at 260. Uh, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, 300. Denny Hamlin, 320. Martin Truex Jr., 350 with William Byron and Kevin Harvick, all at 350. Alex Bowman, 550. Tyler Reddick, 550. 600, Chase Briscoe, Daniel Suarez, and Bubba Wallace at 900s. Brad Kay at 12 to 1. And what, I, that, what, did, what did you just tell me Chastain's done in his last two races? Uh, second and third last couple of races. Hmm. Last two, I mean, hmm. not a bad number for that. Hmm. I mean, this is a good return. And, and, you know, Daniel Suarez, yes, we all bet him last week. We gave Daniel the kiss of... The kiss of death is one of the guys that we all had as a top three. Um, no, you didn't jump on the top no, three. I, I was not on the me, top me three. Me and Wyatt had right the top three. Unfortunately, I had two other guys for top three who we, didn't we, fare so we well either. We were pretty good at giving everyone the kiss of death last We week. did yeah. give kisses of death last oh, week. I terrible. mean, it was it was absolutely awful. But Daniel Suarez, still another top ten. Strong start to the season. Plus 900. A track he's pretty good at right here. You know, so, I, I you know, I, I, I do like that number on him. Let's get to the second half, even though I think it's a little, they're long shots for a reason, I think, at this track. Uh, Ryan Priest, Austin Sindrick, Eric Almarola, Josh Berry, Eric Jones, all 12 to 1. Dylan and Ty Gibbs, 17. Chris Buescher is 20. And then the Dinger, Gregson, and Haley at 25. You know, Corey LaJoy, I'll mention this, he's 40 to 1. Off to the best start he's ever had in his cup career. Spire Motorsports also. Three top 20 finishes to start the season. In the playoffs still at this point. Um, great job to them. Now, you know, there was a lot of discussion this week. Some people thinking, would Hendrick go after Corey LaJoy to drive that car? But... Well, when, if you're LaJoy, though, do you hey, have a ride waiting for well, you when Chase comes back? What hurt it was, in the, you know, he he co-hosts a show with Daniel Trotta. Sta stacking pennies. Well, no, he has Daniel Trotta on track every Tuesday. Oh, but he's he also got his, for, his yes, podcast. But he fills pennies. in every Tuesday for Larry McReynolds on, on track, and he didn't fill in Tuesday because he had a seat fitting. Oh, that just started. That oh, just dude, rumors. it was awesome on NASCAR radio all week. Everybody... <sighs> 
it was a pre it was a pre-scheduled photo shoot fitting thing and and they made out to be oh my god he's not there it's it's oh oh ooh. but I want to mention Corey LaJoy. We don't normally talk about him betting-wise. They don't even put him in the groups often, which they should. Corey LaJoy is a guy that would be great to be in the group matchups, especially with how well they run and tough it is to figure out where they're at. That'd be a good one they need to add. But he's 41. Don't see it. Second page, same thing, Jeff. You really see anything that you kind of jump out and go, yeah, I'd jump on that. I don't, although it seems like about once every couple of months, Justin Haley pops up up there. He does, he or too. Almondinger one could potentially jump in there and, and sneak into a Dinger's spot. Dinger's really good here. I mean, I, you're, you're, you got something there. Dinger could Yeah, the calling cars would be the only ones I would say might come in and throw us a throw us a curveball a little bit, I think. Um, I, I mean, Noah Gregson, I think he's still, that team has not, Legacy Motorsports has not quite performed at the level we're Wanting right. him to get to yet. He and Ty Gibbs are still learning their way. Both of them are. Well, you know? and, and, and Zane, Eric, Zane Smith is running this week. Oh, hey, Buddy Zane. Zane. I didn't know that. Zane was in the race. 61. Got to give Zane a little love. Well, and Ricky Stenhouse, our Chevrolet winner at, uh, at the I Daytona 500. Daytona. How, how, <laughs> Ricky's below Harrison Burton and Zane Smith for a top three. Mm. Mm. I'm Ricky. I'm a little, I, I'd be offended by that. <laughs> All right. When we get back, we'll do head-to-heads, and hopefully Ricky isn't offended when we return. Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show for that matter? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at VEASAN.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each and every NASCAR Cup race. While you're there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well. VEASAN.com forward slash podcasts. Mr. Jeff Motley, welcome back. We are talking all things the United Department of Redundancy, Department United Rentals, <laughs> United 250. What was your, what was the one, was it last year that you had, uh, an, or was it two Bush, years ago? Bushy, Bush, that was oh, the, Bushy McBush we haven't given the Bushy McBush call in a couple of years. Ah, Bushy that McBush. was a good one. Bush face or, yeah. Yeah, no, we had the was. Bushy McBush, <laughs> yep. Bushy face, Bushy face. Yeah, we I mean, should play that. Hey, uh, hold on. All three of us got the bushy face. We should play. Our theme should be that reunited song by Peaches and Herb. Right now. <laughs> Actually, it was really funny. I was. It was. Uh, I think it was Katrina and, and the Sunshines was on. Katrina the and the waves. And the waves. Yes. Katrina it walking on of, sunshine. I was, I was thinking of Karina walking on sunshine. Take out huh? the tea. It's Karina. We miss Karina around here. She still, of course, is a huge part she's, of the show. She's got a big pick today. Just she's got a big pick today. Yeah, Karina's got, got a big, big one. one. Okay. Well, yeah, because guess what? Isaiah and Wyatt have taken her straight into the dumper, which we will see in the final segment. It was more Isaiah than me, just uh, <laughs> for that on record. <laughs> all right, let's get to our head-to-heads this week. And Mr. Motley, you know, we joke about this show all the time about doing a don't line, and I understand the love for Ryan Blaney. He's been very good here, seven top tens in the last, you know, ten races. But Ryan Blaney is minus 125 against Ross Chastain, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch all at 105. And I'm looking at average finishes in the last 10 races, Jeff. Ryan Blaney's average finish last 10 races, it's, it's very good. It's 11 point, uh, what did I say? It was 11.9. But he's up against Kevin Harvick at 5.4. Uh, Kyle Busch at, sorry, I didn't bring my computer today. My fault. 6.6. Six, and... Who else we got? Ross Chastain, Ross Chastain, who's got a second and who third, is a second and third in the last two races. So, I'm, I'm renaming this segment "Scratching My Head to Head." 
I don't quite exactly get. <laughs> we even got a chuckle from behind the glass on that one. I, I um, quite, I, I quite don't un- understand this. So. Yeah, that that's. I mean, look, and, Ryan's and he been, ain't the only guy on a don't line, by the way, today. No, there's Joey also on the same thing. You know, and Joey Logano once again very good here, but against those same three guys, the same odds. Joey's average finish ten point one the last ten races. You know, I mean, yes, he won. I discount a little bit of that fall win, guys. I always it's do. the championship right. weekend. They get they help get out of the way of those championship four. So and if we saw see history repeat itself, let me think. Last fall, who won in Vegas? Joey Logano. Joey Logano. And in spring in Logano this the spring, how did Logano end up? This year? Dead last. Dead, he did horrible. But now, did he did get wrecked, but he was running horribly he when was, he got wrecked. Yeah. I mean, when had you, the pole, got the pole. Got the pole, like but when anchor. you get spun out running 14th, it ain't like you got spun out leading the race, right? Yeah. So Blaney, good run in the fall. Yeah, I'm not counting on much for the spring. I, I, I just look at some of those and do scratch my head. There's also William Byron, the current winner, 105 to Christopher Bell's minus 125. I mean, there's some numbers in the head-to-heads this week that, uh, what, and I normally you, don't even care much for the head to head. head. Like just gloss over them, but no, there's there's some stuff in there that I do like. I mean, it's it it definitely is intriguing. Let's say for the head to heads this week. All right, let's get to of course our favorites, and that is our group matchups. And we will jump right into Group A. And dang it, Kevin Harvick is not in the group I wanted to be in. It's Ryan Blaney two sixty five, Joey Logano two sixty five, Ross Chastain two seventy five, Kevin Harvick two eighty. Come on, man. They've had Kevin Harvick in like C's and D's in the last few weeks. And just because they go to Phoenix, they bump him back to A. Come on, Westgate. Help but, us out. But you know what I find a little bit odd about this is Kevin Harvick is in group A, but he's 12 to 1 to win the race. There's a guy yeah, that's, that's plus 900 to win the race who we're going to talk about later who's in group B. Shouldn't he be in group A? Uh, I just don't like that. I mean, that bums me out. But if I still look at it, there's your Ryan Blaney, who right now, the you know, Okay, he's second favorite to win the race, but he's even money with the with the favorite, and then Ross and Kevin. I don't know. I've, I've uh, last I'm, couple weeks we've been excited about Group A's. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited about Group A this week. Yeah, I mean, if I had to pick somebody, I probably like Chastain a little bit here, but I'm 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 probably staying away from this group. Yeah, same with me. Uh, group B, we got Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and Christopher Bell all lumped right there at 270. And Martin Truex Jr. at 275. They're all lumped together there. Now, really. this one I like a little more. I do like Larson at 270. I do like Kyle. Bu- I like the Kyles. I do like those two at the top of this. I think Kyle Bush, yes, take last weekend out. He said it. RCR said it. Austin said it. They missed the balance. They didn't come to Vegas with a very good car. But they've come with a great car every other race this season. You know, so. I like I like Kyle Busch in this just with what he's done for me lately. Kyle Larson, a little bit of a struggle bus, some mechanicals, some interesting things. Had happened. a good run last week though. He was very he strong in Vegas. He, he did, did end up finishing second. He had a really it looked like he was going to win. He was going well. He was going to win the race until the caution came out. But I, I like the two Kyles. They're both two seventies. Can't split between them. So I would you know. But don't count out Bell either. I, I'm not in true. I don't really care for Truex here, but. Yeah. Makes it hard to pick Group B, I think. It also does. Uh, it's it's you, look, you can put one unit on Kyle and Kyle. You're still going to end up ahead, a little bit. Yeah. Just saying. Well, let's talk about this Get humongous, as opposed now, to the blanket that's over Group yes. B. <laughs> now let's talk about Group C. I think we have a new record for the highest number in a group matchup. And it might also be the record for the lowest number in a group matchup. Group and it C. It might be the record for the biggest discrepancy like yeah. from top to bottom. Denny Hamlin plus 185, William Byron plus 215, 
last year's winner, Chase Briscoe, at plus 345. And if you think 345 is large, how about Alex Bowman, plus 445? Uh, wow, Motley. Wow, no respect in his hometown. Yeah. I mean, look, lately, average finish 21, 10, last 10 races, zero top 10s for Alex Bowman. Um, well, that's why he's 445. That is why he's 445. But he just comes off a, a third-place finish last weekend. Alex Bowman is just like William Byron. They're the two guys that disappear on us, right? They disappear all the time, and then, poof. They just show up when you least Out of thin air, they show up. And you're telling me that I got a group matchup, that I'm in a four-man horse race with a guy in a Hendrick car, and he's plus 445? Yeah, the problem is there's another guy in a Hendrick car, plus 215, I, who just won last I week. Don't, I get it, but... It's a four-man horse race at 445? What? That's just too juicy of a number to pass that's, up. I mean, you want to talk about enticement? You got me oh, enticed. That's enticement. I agree. Look, are, I think are, it's a tough group, but I can see why you'd go that way. Are, are, we're not going to have the kiss of death here, are we? I don't think he's going with okay, it. So I, okay. I, okay. The right, well, I guess I got to point over you if you're watching the podcast. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just... We're that in our four, little Brady Bunch box right now. We got that, all three that 445 of them. is just... Come on. That's a... It's a head-to-head matchup. I'm getting be- better than his number for a top three. Better than, you know, I mean, that's a that's too big of a number. I just, and it's a Hendrick car. It's not like I'm talking about a Stuart Haas car. You know, Chase Briscoe, 345, last year's winner. Stuart Haas car, not running really well. Okay. This is a Hendrick car. I'm not arguing with you. I, I mean, I, I think you're just astounded that the number is astounded. so big. I am astounded that it's that big. All right, let's get to Group D. Uh, Group D has our our Tyler Reddick leads it off at plus two thirty, Daniel Suarez two eighty five, Bubba Wallace two ninety, Brad Kozlowski two ninety. Um, wow, I, I I have one that I zero right in on that, and it sticks out like a sore thumb to me. Well, I mean, I guess you and I are looking at it differently because I can certainly make an argument for the top three guys on this list here. I mean, Reddick runs very very well at Phoenix, yet at the same time. The Chevys have been so good this year that I see Suarez there. And Bubba Wallace has probably been more consistent than anybody in this group so far this year. So I can make a case really for all three of those guys. So, uh, uh, no, I'm not very confident in that group at all. I just look at Daniel Suarez. I mean, here's the guy that's been running the best all season. Tyler Reddick has had a rough start to the season. We haven't seen, you know, really a sign of life out of that yet. You, You got Bubba Wallace, who... Bubba does well, but looking at the stats, Bubba's not been good here in the past. He's got one top 10 in the last 10 races, average finish of 22. Um, and and Brad Kozlowski, I, I know this is going to hurt our man White behind the glass, but you want to know Brad K's stats the last 10 races? Do you really want to know him? It's a new dawn. It's a new day. <laughs> Sadly, it's not it's as a good a car as at most it's of those races. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a little upset at his performance last week. I mean, you know, look. It wiped out his chance of picking Keselowski this week. No, 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 no. I saw that pick left. Oh. I saw that pick left. You know, you go back. If you go, say, what have you done for me lately? Hey, guess what? In 2020, he was second and fourth. That okay. was with Roger Penske. And who's he driving for now? 23rd and 35th last year. Just saying. Just saying. That's a little tough on that one. So, I'm a Daniel Suarez guy. I'm not picking this group. Mm-mm. Group E, we got Austin Sindrick at 250. Eric Almarola, 250. Ty Gibbs, Austin Dillon, 295. Um, now this one I have a uh, this one I actually have a strong feeling on. 
I mean, I, I, I look. I'm not Dylan's saying been running win. the best of the season. He has, but Cindric had a good run last week. Yes, he did. And these Penske cars are usually pretty strong at Phoenix. And I just don't think those. Maybe Eric Almarola. You know, I keep remembering he won it in New Hampshire a couple years ago, and there's some similarities. But I don't know. I like Cindric a little bit here. I don't. I mean. I, I, I guess you kind of talked me out. I was like, Austin Dillon's most experienced at the start of the se- go go from the from the clash the Coliseum to uh, you know they're running so good and he's the dog two ninety five. I don't know. All right, we come back. We'll get Group F, our props, and our picks. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. And welcome back to Gone Racing, everybody. Jeff, we're just wrapping up our last group of the Phoenix race weekend. And we just f- talked about Group E, a little tough. This is the toughest set of groups I think we've ever had. This is Group matchups are tough this week. Um, but we get our last group, and it's Group F, and a lot of our usual suspects in here. A.J. Allmendinger, your favorite, at 230. Justin Haley at 285. Our man, Chris Boucher, 290. And Noah Gregson, 290. You know, we love to say Chris Boucher cashes tickets. Um, but those two... Those two colleague cars loom large right there in that screen to me. Well, they do. Uh, Busher didn't cash for us last week, but Busher has been so good in this group. And um, and Fords were strong here. I mean, we, we know they've, they've been good here. Um, uh, this is a tough one. I do like Chris Busher here, though. Uh, Dinger, in his, in, you know, he ran the championship race for colleague. Not, it, not in the championship, but he, he finished 12th at the Phoenix race in the fall. Now, that part I don't discount. That part is, you know... I discount kind of the winning of that race, but the as far as AJ Allmendinger finishing twelfth in that race, that's a you know pretty good showing for that colleague team right there. I don't know, 
I mean, in Busher, I trust. But Busher in Busher, I trust. I mean, it, <laughs> he he does cash tickets. It's tough, but man, this is a tough one for for all the for for the group matchups this week. I mean, it's it's hard to really nail these down today. Um, let's get into our our one prop we have, and of course, that is the manufacturer prop. Um, one fifty for Chevy, one sixty for Ford, two forty for Toyota. Uh, better for Chevy this week. Last week they were minus one twenty five. So I mean, that's a that's kind of a, a, a bonus, I guess you could say there, that they're they're up at 150. But just remember this. The Fords last year at Phoenix won both races, and I think they came to this race testing for the championship round, and it paid off for them. I think everybody's going to do that this year, though. It did, and I think one of the interesting things, and we really haven't really talked about it much, that much on this show, NASCAR completely changed the package on these cars for, yes, they for did. this race. And they this will be the first race. And this is going to be the first race for that new package. So, And we've had each manufacturer came out and tested the new package and something we have not seen a lot this year. These teams are going to get Friday. They're going to get an hour, hour and a half practice on Friday yes. before they do their yes. regular Saturday practice and qualifying to get the cars dialed in. So I think that's going to help the cream rise to the crop a little bit. I think the manufacturer pick is just not enough return on the investment for me. Nope. And I... I, I I think, but I think this year, even Toyota, everybody's going to be testing for that final round right now. I think whoever hits it will be the one, but we don't know which one it's going to be. Um, we said at the top of the show we wanted to talk about some futures a little bit because we had, you know, a pretty big change here with Chase Elliott being out for about five, six weeks, or at least guaranteed five, six weeks. And there you go. There's what I talked about. Chase Elliott was the favorite to start the season at 650 or 550. Sorry. You and I talked, Jeff, when to bet your futures, when to move things. I'm going to even put money where my mouth is and say, don't bet Chase Elliott yet. I think that will be a double-digit number before he comes back. And why do you think that is? If he's out for six weeks, we know he's got a lot of road courses. But I will say he is not accumulating any playoff points. Even if he picks up a win, he's not getting, he's any, not playoff getting points, any playoff points. But what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to get a, a, a you're going to get a Ross Chastain that's going to get a win here. You're going to get a Denny Hamlin with a win. You're going to get a Brian Blaney or a William. You're going to get these guys that get wins and start crowding that that top of the field, right? And I think that it's going to keep people are going to keep betting some of those things and Chase Elliott will start to be even more it's going to be forgotten. His number remember, how do the odds move? You stop betting on them, and they put the higher number to get people to bet on them. So I think Chase Elliott isn't even the time yet, but 950 is a good number. You can jump on it, get 950, hang tight a couple more weeks, you might get another 10. Yep, I don't disagree with you there. I mean, I think that's probably a good move right now. I I don't think that betting the championship right now, maybe if there's one guy you might look at is Larson at plus 800. Larson's going to be good. We know Larson's going to be good, and yeah. and he showed that last week. Um, like I said, he had a mechanical failure at Fontana, so I don't get too. If William Byron looks as good at, in Phoenix as he did at Vegas, I tend to, you know, but man. You, but you know, we talked about Byron. We've seen he'll it disappear. other seasons. He's going to disappear. He's, he's there disappear and then for he's six gone. Weeks he's and, there and then he's and he'll gone. come back. All right, let's talk about how he did last week, real quick. And uh, once again, <clears throat> I'm not alone in the top spot, but uh, well, you're in first is, place. Uh, now we tied. We can get right. off this graphic. Come on, guys. Uh, come on. Uh, uh, leave is, that graphic. Oh, oh, no, put no, that no. graphic back. Uh, uh, see those I, guys behind the screen. They run see, it. See, I want to see that same graphic. You know that we have Isaiah and Wyatt and yeah, Karina with the, 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 the I want to see it with a little bit of a scratch on their cheek, you know, or a little egg on their head, or something. a little egg on their head, or maybe oh, just a bandage, Jeff, Jeff. a bandage on the. I was nice enough to let you get an extra pick, and of course that pick wins. Come on now. Yeah. By the way, last week we did we did throw an audible 
Um, Chase Elliott got knocked out of the race. We, of course, do the show so early. Before there was any practice. Before there was any practice, we, we made the call before practice, before anything had happened. We allowed Jeff. He did have Chase Elliott in his picks last week. If you watch the podcast, we allowed him to make an audible. That was Kamish Wyatt. We texted. I, I like the, the, the teaser text that he sent us. Uh, we're like, wait, what, what's happening? <laughs> and then I looked at Twitter. I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Oh, that's what's happening. So we did allow him. And that is the pick. The pick he switched to is what won. Eric Jones. Just want to point that out. That is, that's so. a good point. But uh, since, since the losers of the group again, two weeks in a row, Wyatt, please. Pick us off with your picks. Well, let's talk about the, let's talk about my UNLV Lady Rebels going to the yeah. Oh wait, congratulations! Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll get the March ring Madness, the, baby. Yeah. He's let's got the ring. That. Hey, notice the ring, folks. <laughs> notice that ring. Hold that ring up again, Wyatt. That How would be the Mountain West Championship ring right there. How do they give that rings that fast? Don't no, 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 no. This is from names? this is from last year. Oh, oh, last, oh what back, did you back. Back. Yeah. two in a row? So right. hopefully we can go back to back in the pick crew for the pick crew winning. So here we go. We got some we got some big shots here today. We're gonna go with Kevin Harvick to win twelve to one. Ross Chastain over Ryan Blaney, plus 105. Kyle Busch to win Group B at plus 270. This one's the Karina pick. Alex Bowman to win Group C at plus 445. And then tried and true. When you're down, yeah, I'm back on the Brad Keselowski oh, train <laughs> to win Group D, plus 290. All about the Kez. All about Kezzy right there. Mr. Motley, since you are uh, <clears throat> second and it was a tie... That means you get to go second. But you were in first place overall. I'm in first so place overall. That's what I mean. Anyway. That's why you so get to go the, yeah. next. So I've got one, something I've never done in six years on this show. I'm going to bet a don't line on a driver. All right. I'm going don't line on Ryan Blaney. I'm taking Chastain, Harvick, and Kyle Busch, all plus 105 against Ryan Blaney. My other two are going to be in the groups. I'm going to go Austin Sendrick in group E. And as I said, in Busher, I trust Chris Busher in Group B. <laughs> boy, boy, if Ryan Blaney wins, or Motley's going to throw some yeah, if, Listen, if Blaney <laughs> wins, Blaney, we, he, we're going to we're going to send him a you know a, a Christmas ham from the show just to be like. Ha, ha. If Blaney wins the race, I'll just I'll go find a Blaney hat and wear it on the show, <laughs> show next week. Um, okay, so I am. This was this is. I think this might have been one of the toughest weeks ever, guys. I mean, I think we all agree this was a tough week. Our group matchups were so tough. Um, I'm going to start off though. Kevin Harvick, top three plus three fifty. I wanted to pick him to win, but I just, you know, I, I I got faith in him. But hey, he's that golfer. I like Jeff Motley's na- uh, analysis. Uh, plus three fifty for the top three. I'm going to do two head to heads this week. I can't remember the last time I ever did two head to heads. I am going to take Kevin Harvick versus Ryan Blaney. Same thing, and I'm going to take Kyle Busch. Versus Joey Logano, I'm gonna I'm gonna have two of the guys on the don't you know, but I'm not gonna do the full don't line like Jeff did. But we talk about it all the time. We'll see how it works. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry, Alex Bowman at 4:45. There's just too much there. And then with all the stuff, it's hard to look around in the groups. I'm gonna go with Old Faithful, Chris Boucher. See, the key is this week we didn't. Not all, not all three of us picked the same guy. That's right. right. So we're no, good. I want, I, I, honestly, I think Dinger's going to win that group. But just Chris Boucher, how many weeks in a row does Chris not cash tickets, right? I mean, I'm just Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher. And I think you and I have two of the same picks. We have the Boucher pick and one of the head-to-heads. Yeah, but the head-to-heads, that's a kind of one to pick up pretty easy there. Well, you know, Motley, we left ourselves a little over a minute today, which is kind of nice. Uh, we had a great weekend. The South Point 
oh my goodness, was the South Point packed with the, I mean, 53 race teams stayed with us. Hauler Parade looked beautiful that, you know, uh, that night with the lights of the strip. Yeah, we and, walked out of here from doing the show last. We did it in the afternoon last Thursday. Walked out of here. You could hardly get through the casino in here. It was so packed. It, it's amazing. We love the race week. We love the fans. We love doing all that stuff for everybody. And, of course, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It is still, I'm sorry, all the places they build, Jeff, you guys have the greatest garage in the sport, and it was the first one to be built that way. You know, everybody else went to these entertainment complexes, but it all started with Bruton. And ours. Yeah, with the neon garage. I think I like to tell people that most tracks, the drivers are on the inside and the fans are on, on the, the outside. outside. And on this one, the fans are on the inside and the drivers are on the outside. So we're the monkeys yeah. in the cage in this one. Yep. It, or uh, or um, it was a, um, a blinking fishbowl, as Tony Stewart once <laughs> <laughs> referred to. He it did too. call it that once. I do yes, remember that. Yes, he did. To my face, I might add. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun. For those of you that like me and Jeff and, of course, Wyatt, we are all huge NCAA basketball fans in, in, in this room. So good luck to our to all of our favorite teams. And we'll have a big crowd behind us next week. We, we will have a big show, crowd probably. behind us next week. But good luck to the Lady Rebs. Good luck to whatever programs you support. Oh, they had to end the show with that one. Oh, uh, well, Just got to well. remember. Just got to remember who won last year. Goodbye, folks. We'll see you next week. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.